This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, let's do a little NBA action on this Tuesday, starting with Heat and Cavs. We've got Cavs laying five and a half at home, total 209 and a half. Jenks, we're big fans of the Cavs at home. Are you riding with Cleveland here? I sure am. I don't know if it's going to be a squad play or not, but this line opened Cleveland laying four and immediately went to five, five and a half, five mm-hmm. and a half right now at BetMGM. So that early money hit Cleveland. And I understand why. This is the best scoring defense in the NBA. They're also the best team at covering the number at home, 17, eight and one against the spread. Miami is better on the road against the number than at home, Chelsea. But as we know, like who knows who's going to start for Miami tonight? Like Alonzo Mourning might suit up. I have no idea what's going on with these guys. So so I will I will lay this number with the Cavs. And the money is heading the right way. So I, I think that's the play here. I think that's the only question is if this number gets too big, then what do you do with it? Because at some point it's going to get too big. I think right now it's still the Cavs for me at five and a half. Uh, like you said, this number has been moving all night long. Jimmy Butler, of course, is questionable for this one. And uh, so are several people on the Heat, which is always the case. We never know, who, know who's playing for Miami. But looking at the Heat in this spot, they have only been underdogs in one game over their last 10 And they lost that game outright as one-point dogs to Atlanta. Lost that game 121 to 113. So this is actually a rare spot for Miami to be underdogs. And like I said, they've usually not fared well in this role. And like we said, Cleveland, one of the best covering teams at home, 16-8-2 ATS when playing in Cleveland. So all roll with the Cavs there. Let's go to New York where the Knicks and the Lakers square off. We've got the Knicks laying two and a half, total 237 and a half. So do we have any updates on LeBron? Because that was the thing last night. The Lakers played without Anthony Davis, without LeBron James, and they got smoked by the Nets. So not only are they on a back-to-back, they might be missing some players in this one. Jenks, do you have any clarity when it comes to the Lakers? God, well, here's the thing. I want to bet the Lakers here, but you have Mm -hmm. to make sure LeBron is going to play because Darvin Ham said last night, head coach of the Lakers said LeBron has a very sore left foot. However, this is at the Garden. I mean, the mecca of sports as we know. And LeBron, I think we're going to get a pissed off LeBron tonight. If he plays, I think he absolutely goes off. He is still so angry about that non-call against the Celtics. Like, he's been in his feelings about it. He was saying, oh, I've had sleepless nights. He's been posting on Instagram about it. Well, now he's rested. Now they're back in New York City. I I feel like LeBron makes a point tonight. And also, the Knicks just aren't that good at home, just 9-14-2 against the number this season. So if LeBron plays, Lakers' money line would be mine. Ooh, uh, I think now you can actually bet on when LeBron James is going to break the all-time scoring record held by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think that's kind of a ways in the distance. It's not going to be for at least for a few nights, but something to keep your eye on. I think we've got to take a look at the Knicks in the first half. We know that this has been a trend all season long for New York. And yes, they continue to be the number one team in the NBA in the first half against the number 36 and 15 ATS. If you bet on them every single night of the year, you would be up 19.7 units on the season. So maybe that's the way to go, even though without Mitchell Robinson, that is a key piece on their defense and also offensively pretty good down low as well. 
Jenks, I just feel like there's too many puzzle pieces that are missing for me to want to bet on this one. No, I, I get that. And and the last thing I want to do is wait until game time. And then all of a sudden the line switches here. So if I knew LeBron were definitely going to play, if I hadn't read that this morning when getting ready for this show, that LeBron sat out not just because he needed to rest, but because he is ailing a little bit and he's had issues with that foot before, then I would feel more confident. But yeah, I'm like you. Also, you know what I always think about when I think about the Lakers and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar very quickly is that I was not there for this. One of my favorite stories that I was not there for is that a, a buddy of mine that I used to work with back in the day when I was doing TV, and he said that there was a guy there. Who, what was this guy's name? Like Jake or something? Anyway, this guy is looking at college basketball records one day, and he's going, God, man, this Lou Alcindor guy, like he was unbelievable. He, wow. Whatever happened to this guy? Like he just disappeared. He was so I won all these titles. Whatever happened to does anyone know what happened to Lou Alcindo? Like this guy was on and we're like, yeah, he changed his name to Kareem Abdul Jabbar at the same point. And he just didn't know. It just always cracks me up when I think about that story. But anyway, quick aside, but that's what always comes to mind when I hear Kareem. But LeBron's gonna catch it for sure. Oh, that is funny. Uh, because it would be easy to get confused. You know, you would see an A and you're like, who's that guy? Like, it's an oh, easy yeah. mistake for somebody to make if you do not know the story. All right, continuing on with our NBA coverage. And I believe Kareem played for the Bucks at one point, didn't he? He did. Uh, Bucks, Hornets. We've got the Bucks laying 12 and a half tonight. Total 239 and a half. Jenks, we are not fans of the Hornets usually. And they are 15 and 36 on the year. But if you look at the Hornets, they have been all right, I guess, in their last six yeah. games. Four and two against the number. They have started to cover some of these big spreads. So, Jenks, are you willing to trust the Hornets here? Oh, I'm not trusting the Hornets, but I don't want to lay 12 and a half. Every now and then, I'll lay a big number. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I laid 11 and a half with the Nuggets when the Hornets were in town in Denver and won that easily. But... This was a different Hornets team because they got back LaMelo Ball. They're playing a little bit better. And look, the Bucs are the best covering team at home in the NBA. They're, what, 8-3 and three against the spread at home in their last 11. However, when you look at this particular matchup, the Hornets are 8-3 and three against the spread in their last 11 against the Bucs. And I think the, the market is a little too... It's gotten a little too loose now, right, as, as far as these spreads are concerned. Like, these spreads are way too high, and I can't fade the Hornets now. They are playing better. I'm not laying 12 and a half, so I'm, I'm just going to pass here. What do you think of a total? Because I'm looking at some of these totals for Milwaukee. Oh, my goodness. Their last game, 135 to 110. Game before that. 141 to 131. I will say before that, 107.99. 150 to 130. I don't think that the Hornets are a defensive juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination. I can still see Milwaukee scoring a lot of points, but I will say this total is sky high. 239 and a half. Jenks, would you bet the over? If I had to, yeah, just based on the trends that we're seeing and the fact that, as we know, the Hornets don't play much defense at all and the Bucs are getting healthier. So I, I don't mm -hmm. think Bobby Portis is going to play tonight. I need to double check that. But ultimately... He's not a guy that generally racks up huge numbers each and every single night anyway. So I would still I would still lean over here. 
I think sometimes when you see these sky high totals, they can't make them high enough. And I know yeah. the rebuttal would be last night's Spurs game where the Spurs don't really pay, play a ton oh, of defense. No. And that one went under. But still, I tend to lean towards the side of the over. Even when we have these sky high totals because we know the Bucks are fully capable of scoring 150 points. Let's go to the Bulls and the Clippers. Clippers laying three and a half on the road here. Total 230 and a half. I have trouble betting on the Bulls because they're so talented, and I believe they have Mm -hmm. the talent to hang with just about anybody in the NBA. But then you'll see them lose to like a terrible team. So it's kind of an inconsistent bunch. But like I said, they're very talented. Would you be willing to take the three and a half with the Bulls at home here? I think tonight I would. And initially, I lean Clippers just because neither Paul George nor Kawhi Leonard suited up for the Clippers last time out. They lost that game against the Cavs, so it looks like they're going to play tonight. But Mm -hmm. I saw this number move a little bit towards the Bulls when it opened up. And I think the reason why is if you look at the Clippers as a whole, yeah, you're probably going to get PG and Kawhi tonight. However, they've got three players questionable for this one. Robert Covington, Marcus Morris Sr., and Reggie Jackson, and John Wall is out. So as far as depth is concerned, that's really a problem for the Clippers, particularly in this game. So I think I might lean Bulls, but I'm like you. Whenever I bet the Bulls, they usually burn me. (sighs) But they are getting points at home, which Mm -hmm. uh, makes me feel a little bit better if you do like the Bulls. It's hard to go against the Clippers when they're – you know, at least with their two superstars, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, because we know they're a different team. But like you said, they're dealing with some depth issues. Let's look at the Bulls at home, how they have fared this season. 13 and 10 straight up against the spread, 12, 10 and 1. So nothing really overwhelming there. And as a dog, they've been actually pretty good. 14 and 15, which does not sound good. But when you're talking about plus money, the Bulls have actually been pretty solid. And that kind of goes back to the point that I was making is, Even when they're getting points against some of the best teams in the league, they're really talented. So maybe the Bulls worth a look tonight. And then let's go to Denver. The Nuggets and the Pelicans squaring off. Nuggets minus seven and a half. Total 234 and a half. Jenks, who do you like? I'm going to go. I think I'm going to lean Nugs here. And I've seen a bit of money come in on the New Orleans. I think the reason why is that Brandon Ingram is back in the lineup. So that makes them a little more potent offensively. But ultimately, I just can't make a case for the Pelicans. They're awful right now. Denver has struggled to touch in the past week. I think it's a nice little bounce back spot for him as far as getting back to the way they normally play. Plus, they're 8-3 and three against the number in their last 11 in the Mile High City. So... I'm going against a little bit of cash here, but the Nuggets have been good to me when playing at home. I can't put any money in New Orleans at this point until I see more. So I will lay it with the Nugs. Yeah, here's the case for New Orleans. Uh, Number one, Jamal Murray, questionable with rest. That's what they're listing on the injury report. Uh, So maybe he sits out for this one. And like you said, two big pieces for the Pelicans could be returning CJ McCollum, probable Brandon Egram, probable. So if those two guys are back, I think I will take the points with the Pelicans on the road here. I think it is too many points. For more, listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.